Today, you get to enjoy a conversation with Jonathan Rogue of Floatlight fame in Appleton, Wisconsin. We talked about John's past, his first experiences with entrepreneurship as a DJ, putting together a crew called Influence Crew before influencers were ever a thing. Uh, I think this would have been early 2000s. Anyway, Float Light is a sensory deprivation uh, float center, and he kind of talks about how they made their first tank, how they experienced it, and we talk about all sorts of uh, cultural things, a little bit of local culture, TJ Miller and his connection to Appleton get brought up. Anyway, uh, John is high energy, sometimes... um, sometimes over the top and I love them for it and I hope you enjoy our conversation uh again this was filmed uh sorry recorded two years ago and it's been a joy kind of going through the progress of the the podcast the live show and I think a lot of the ideas that I was expressing at the beginning are, are have really shaped how the last two years have unfolded and how I think my view on culture will continue to unfold. So it's really cool to see back. I hope uh, you all enjoy it as well and enjoy my conversation with Jonathan Rogue. What's up, friends? What's up, friends? We're back. But why not? But why not? Welcome. What's up, friends? I guess I'm the only one watching. Yeah, we are... uh, we are very live, so people will probably watch this later, and that's awesome. Um, so we got Camille, um, as most of you who are fans of Venture Wisconsin know, as producer, and this is her first time. So, yeah, we're working through the kinks, and uh, this is going to be fun. So uh, I want to welcome Jonathan Rogue of Float Light, the owner and, uh, as he calls himself, the arbiter of the void for Float Light. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun with this one. John is a uh, is a very high energy individual, and this is going to be a good time. Which sounds contra like a contradiction to the service that we offer, but right, I'll tell you, it's one of the reasons why I started floating. Yeah, I believe it. Which I got to say, like arbiter of the void, I got people that actually say that they're coming for my title. So there could be Uh-oh. other arbiter of the voids out there. Local people telling you this or other people who No, 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 my guests, center? my amazing guests. Oh, gotcha. And I'm totally cool with that. Like, dude, if you want to be arbiters, everyone could be an arbiter of the void. And it's uh, totally chill. What's up, Steve? Hey, Mary. Love it. Or Welcome, Float Fam. I, I called Megan Mary because she goes by Megan, Megan Mary. Mary. yeah. And I'm like, That's hey, Mary. So. No, it's Megan. Megan. No worries. So, Steve. Oh, hey, so, it's Johnny. So John and I, uh, John and I come from similar backgrounds. We're both uh, from Kimberly. Uh, We both come from entrepreneurial families. Kimberly masterclass. Just kidding. What does that mean? I don't know. (laughs) It's like University of Kimberly, but saying it in a different way. It's like PC masterclass. You know how people say that in the gaming world? Like we're the PC masterclass. We're never going to go to console games. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. No, you know the University of Kimberly, like people. And not, no, but when it's I went, way of saying it. yeah, when I went yeah. to school there though, we weren't winning championship titles, so no. we were lame. Yeah. Or I was lame. I, you went to school with my brother, who did in fact take you. You played football too, so yeah, you know, you guys went to state, which is awesome. I was actually there was three years 
um, when Jones took over. Other than last year, his record was like 75-3, and three, and uh, two of those three losses were from my my year or whatever. So I was like, there's like three years where they went to the third round of the playoffs and lost and like lost in mm, overtime yeah and two of those were my varsity so like my both my brothers have like a handful of state rings and yep. i'm just like yeah like i went as a sophomore and we lost but sure. it was like i mean it was just being a part of the program in oh general, yeah totally so. in fact like i took great pride when my brother went to state the first year they went to state i went mm-hmm. all the way down to camp randall man and god it's just it was an amazing thing it really was so so much like morale it's just like i don't know it's the same as like a good business it's just something that provides value like i don't know motivation is such like an under i don't i don't know how undervalued but it's like an undervalued value there's so much value in just like getting people to do more you know i am the master pumping them up i think you do a good job of that with float light like oh sure whether it's getting people through a funk or whether it's like telling people they can like i definitely like the community aspect of it is yeah, Good so, time. you know, it's crazy because when my wife and I first started Floatlight, um, you know, and there's a whole story to that. I mean, gosh, <laughs> it took us years so first to off, this business together. Yeah, why don't, you, why don't you tell us, like, where like where were you? Okay, how old are you? Let's start there. How old are you right now? 33. You're 33. I think a, Megan will correct me. I might be 32. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know it sounds crazy. I do. I forget my age. That's it's, okay. It's so weird. It is. It is it's fine. Um, so, okay. Yeah. So, like, what what did you do after high school? Like, what? Oh, man. What did you do after high school? You know, to be honest with you, man, like, you know, I didn't really, I didn't really take the full potential of life. You know, mm-hmm. I... I was kind of an outlaw a little bit, like. Explain, like, explain what you mean. Yeah, so, you know, I, I just when I left school, I tried, I tried the college route, and it didn't work. I was like, I was just like, I need to, I need to do things. I just need to go. I need to go, 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 go constantly. Mm-hmm. And um, so I started getting into. Uh, I did music production. I was doing video production. My brother did video production, so naturally I followed. He. You know, same with the music production thing, both in recording and in, um, you know, and in digital creation. What, what kind of music production? It was all for yourself too, right? Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean, it started off like I was working in like a, a, a digital audio workstation, like Ableton and Fruity Loops and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just making like, it was mostly electronic dance music. Mm-hmm. So like at the time, like. Early for that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, or, and like yeah. the dubstep scene wasn't really around, but. Mm-hmm. Man, I was I was having so much fun just making beats, and you know I never claimed that the beats were all that great, but like I thought some of them were pretty good, mm-hmm. you know. And I was throwing down. But biggest thing was is like I got into the DJ, like I was like spinning records, and I did that for a long time, like legitimate vinyl records. And of course, a lot of my friends I hooked up with, they had like crates of vinyl, and we started doing that. Um, but at the time, there was a lot of baggage that comes along with that particular scene. And um, is it the lifestyle or the scene? Well. It, I think, I think both. I think that it's it's almost like the lifestyle just comes as a result of being part of that culture. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to get away from. Although I, I must admit, like I was very much, I was very much balanced in my own way. I, you know, I I wasn't like one that would indulge in these kind of. Do you mean like alcohol and drugs or? Like- yeah, so a little bit of a little bit of that. Um, I've never really been a heavy drinker. I, yeah. you know, I'll have a glass of wine, and maybe a beer once in a while. But um, back then, it was it was a little bit more of that kind of that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and uh, 
And, you know, from that point, being a DJ, I love playing these parties. I, you know, I'd go to different shows and I always found it just fascinating how these producers would come up with these plans to build these events. Like, it's not just the event. Yeah, you could organize all these different acts, but it was like the subtle things. Like, how do we position this to make this a wonderful scene for someone to take a photo? Or how can we, like, totally do something out of this world that's going to make people think, like, wow, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. And that was the aspect of it that kind of just blew my mind. Even the from people that where what venue they picked for these shows, it was usually, like, underground stuff. So, like, like a farm or a field in the middle of nowhere. And, and like, you had to go search through all these things. You had to call a phone line just to get the directions to there. Cause you know, they didn't want to direct local authorities to an event like this. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you'd go and it was just like, it was just like, even though this community, like looking back on it now, it was definitely nothing that to be proud of being part of, but like there was a culture that existed where people were like unified and there was an ideal that did exist within that group that was good mm -hmm. in its in its core and intention, but the way it was executed was just totally wrong. And yeah. that's so so it's, so it's, it, it seems like uh, it seems like it was kind of a, a scene that had this like raw energy, very akin to probably like entrepreneurship or just like wild wild west. Yeah. Um. But also, so like a lot of exciting energy, but maybe yeah, oh, not, totally. not directed in a yeah. And a so good framework. It, well, I'll tell you. So like, I got so invested in this scene that I started putting my own crew together. If you want to talk about like first entrepreneurial start, it's crazy. I started what um, some people out there may even know this, but like it was the influence crew. So um. So I That's built. What you called it? Yeah, the influence crew. It, I know funny. it's like there's influence. Yeah, I know. Now there is. It yeah. started <laughs> off as um, under the influence, but but that was just it wasn't right to do that. Like it it wasn't it was it was wrong in so many different ways. But then we just called ourselves the influence crew, and uh, and and you know we didn't really have a reason why we called ourselves that. It was just what we called ourselves, and um, and we started throwing these shows. You know, we I had people underneath me who were DJs. I had production assistants. I had I had gaffers, stage crew, um, <laughs> had graphic designers even employed. Like, and a lot of these people, you know, it wasn't like they were. It wasn't like a conventional job. A lot of people worked for as almost like an intern or worked for volunteer until the show happened, and then we just divvy up whatever mm -hmm. was made. Mm -hmm. So like, so like we threw shows like this one called Spaced Out. It was in Fond du Lac at this random place. And there were probably like three or 400 people there. Mm. And and for a lot of people, like they look back, they're like, a lot of people still know me to this day. They're like, the first time I ever went anywhere that was crazy like that was your show. And I'm just like, cool, man. Yeah. Now it, I do something else now. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, I mean, in yeah. a way it was a business. I will tell you mm. like the feeling behind it was an entrepreneurial endeavor mm. that kind of drove me to these the seed, thought the seed that was that was planted. Yeah, and, and obviously you were drawn to that type yeah. of lifestyle. And of course, you know, you, you go back to like my family too. Like my family, we're we're, we're entrepreneurs. Like my my parents, uh, they started Shiny Car Car Wash, Shiny Dog, um, twenty five years ago, and and just one location didn't expand, but that one location was like optimized to its fullest potential to the point where. You know, you know, you get people from Yelp or something like, hey, you want to do a Yelp thing? And it's like, dude, we're already at maximum capacity. We don't right. need to market to new people. Right. Um, and, and I mean, Shiny Car is wonderful. The, you know, that project I worked on for a long, long time. Um, when I was younger, I worked for my parents when they when mm -hmm. they had Shiny Car and the finishing touch. But there was a fire 
um, that occurred in the finishing touch, which actually took that side of the business down. That was a detail center, high performance parts for like import autos. This was during the time of like Fast and the Furious. So like, was this like right before 07, 08 type? Man, time no, it was or? like, it was before that. It was like, it was like 2003, 2004. Interesting. Yeah. And so, and so there was this big buzz around like imp- high performance and I would, I, you know, I used to drive this Honda Civic that had like the Souped NOS kits. The- yeah. I mean, it was <laughs> not really my thing anymore, man. I drive a, I drive a Toyota Prius, which is a <laughs> shout out to like my friend Steve out there right now. Cause he, he tagged me in a post. He's like, what's up, Denise, man. I miss so many things. I missed the first 10 minutes because Facebook never notified me. I'm sorry, Josh Russell. Hello, Kathleen. I, I like to say a shout out to some of my friends out there. Just give me one second. Daniel. Hey, friends. Jackie. Dan. Thank you for joining the live stream. And Andrew, we... Oh, man. You got to stay on this yeah. but, Okay. Appreciate but, it. But yeah. Appreciate everyone listening. But, but my Absolutely. friend Steve, he posted this. He shared a post and he tagged me in it. And it was like, apparently on the Fox City scanner, there was a Prius that was in a high-speed chase yesterday. And he's like, John... And I'm just like, oh, yeah. I don't think it was me. You found that. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. so anyway, like going back to it, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. So so it really it's comes crazy. down. It really comes down to like your family history and just like how like put together and strategic they are and how they've built their business and being surrounded by that is is awesome. Yeah. Um, and I think obviously I like, I mean I don't know your family, know your family, but I know you like. I kind of know your dynamics to a degree. We, we, I'm a, I consider you a friend, and I mean, I've been in the business. You're my friend. More than a handful of times. Friends. Um, well, I tell people, I'm like, dude, I know Andrew. Or I, I know, <laughs> not Andrew, I'm sorry. I know Evan. We, <laughs> Andrew's in the chat. Mm-hmm. I know Evan. We, we sit in the back of float lights sometimes, and we sit there and we talk strategy for like hours, and it's like, or, or we'll sit there in front of a video and be like, how do they do that? like BuzzFeed or something yeah. like how do we replicate yeah, yeah. that? And so, and so like in, and I tell, and I, dude, I'll tell you, man, there's a lot of people out there. Your name is getting dropped a lot, which is great. I'm really, really happy about yeah, that it's awesome to hear. because you do, you do amazing business profiles. Like I think it's wonderful what you do. In fact, like I love the podcast format here. Like I love to talk, you know? So like, mm-hmm. if you give me an outlet to talk, like this is perfect, <laughs> man. But sure. yeah, I mean, I'm glad you're here. That's why we brought you. No, thank you, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, for the float fam watching and any venture Wisconsin viewers, I'm going to be on the floating light live on Wednesday too. So don't miss that floating light live at eight, maybe eight fifteen. depends if we decide to go a little late. Um, <laughs> we'll actually have, uh, so it's, it's actually the creator's edition. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Josh Russell will be joining mm-hmm. us. I know you featured him on the show. Mm-hmm. So you two will get to float and we're going to have just a conversation, which is going to be awesome because like, Sweet. man, you know, I love what you both do. I love what you do. I love what Josh does. I love what I do. I mean, we are all kind of in a way doing something similar, mm-hmm. but for our own niche and, and like, I even, I use your services. I use Josh's services. And like, I think that that's, it's an amazing thing to be able to do all that. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. uh, it's just like a nice community. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a community that needs to exist, especially as like the world changes and okay. like the media that's out there is, is very corporatized it's it's nice to kind of take it back in a way mm-hmm. you know oh, i like it dude i like this like uh you know it's almost like a grassroots start mm-hmm. you know because man you were so consistent like pursuing what you were trying to do when we first opened mm-hmm. and i was a little bit like taken back like and you know what your dedication continually you know talking to me about this actually made it more genuine like 
if you had this like planned pitch where it was like, I need to follow this. These are the ways I overcome your objections. I would have mapped that instantly. I would have been mm -hmm. like, okay, I know what you're doing. You know, I I've done this. I've, I've actually, I've done sales for many years. And so <laughs> and I even tell you the whole story, but you know, mm -hmm. it's, I just know what to look for. And, and the truth is, is that, you know, you came off very genuine. So, and everything that Venture Wisconsin does, like, dude, I'm really happy that you've expanded into Green Bay. I just talked to my friends over at Nectar. Oh, you know Charlie? I just met Charlie. Yeah. And I met uh, uh, Brent, too. Nice. And uh, this was actually at the Wellness Ways event. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think she was like, you know Evan. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Evan's my, Evan's my boy, man. Like, we're like childhood best friends. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it though. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still a, a kid. You know, we're childhood best friends because I'm a kid. You know, <laughs> I feel you, man. I'm 25. I plan on being a kid until I'm at least like 60. So, yeah, I admire that. <laughs> I don't really feel like I'm 33. Dude, eight years, you're you're still young. I mean, am yeah, I? You're young for yeah. sure. Yeah, every single time Camille, somebody tries to Camille's tell like me. a baby. Literally, man, she's twenty. You wouldn't even believe it. You, you, you folks ever see Camille's Choice, dude? She's famous. I'm telling you, I'm getting her autograph before she, I leave. She literally every week she comes, like every Monday she comes in. She's like, "Yeah, I was at this party, and like eight people were talking to me. You have the best job. Like, it's not, it's not that easy, folks. Camille works hard. Um, what's, she what's works the, super hard what's, eating those amazing meals she gets to eat. But she's got to edit and film and. Oh, she does. There's thought that goes. You do in post it. creative, cool. yeah. That's awesome. Well, you know what? Getting her into the creative scene. You Honestly, were just talking about. You should. I mean, I, I mean, any if you if if you're doing all the one part of the job and you're not giving that to someone else or training them to do it, mm -hmm. in my opinion, you're not doing it right because For truthfully, sure. you have to be able to delegate. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a firm believer in in when it comes to business. Like one of my core books that I read that I've read and I believe is um, the E Myth. And involving that, it's that business owners, they get burnt out because they try to do everything. Mm -hmm. And I, I'll tell you one thing, man, like float light, it's not just float light. Like I have Jonathan Rogue's ad agency. <laughs> you know, I make all my own ad copies. I, I do graphic design, I do filmmaking, I, I, do, I do post editing, audio, audio production. Just in case, just in case, um, people don't know, cause I know this is going to be a lot of float family, a lot of people that do. Sure. Why don't you kind of explain, just give the, the float light backstory. Oh, sure. So, um, so, you know, we skip ahead. So if you, if you watch this footage, we were talking about like my early days, um, just a real quick brief, like I got into sales for like 10 years. I was actually, I was actually hustling cell phones mm -hmm. out of a kiosk in the mall mm -hmm. and I traveled, I traveled around the United States. It was a real I didn't really like the job, but I was I was uh, the number three salesperson in my entire organization, 5,000 people. Mm. I thought that was a pretty good accomplishment. Yeah. I just figured a pattern and I started hustling these phones. But the thing is, is that what's, there's really no, it didn't feel like I was doing something passionate. Mm -hmm. So I moved on from that. I got some sales experience, a little bit of business experience. Um, and then I started working again for Shiny Car and I basically took over um, complete administrative operations when it came to marketing and programming and I and engineering. So I built a a gate system that, you know, everyone at the or everyone at the some of the manufacturers that we use at Shiny Car, they said it was could not be done. It would just cannot be done. Well, I did it. 
Meaning like when people are about to go into the car wash, yeah, so like you programmed it to be more efficient. The RFID techs, they're like, you can't descramble de- 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 that. So like one thing that, that is an interesting thing is I've always been fascinated with, um, with programming um, and, uh, and, and design. And so like just tinkering around with computers. So like I taught my self-taught programming. You know, that's what originally what I went to school for, but I dropped out of that. I, I couldn't sit there in class trying to learn HTML or CSS or JavaScript. Like I just, mm-hmm. I just go, you know, I just go on YouTube or I'll go to uh, the, forums. Uh, the forums and I'll just be like, how do I do this? And I'll learn it. And once you commit to it, you've learned it. And then mm-hmm. it just stays in your mind. And that's how I learn everything. You know, in, in fact, like I save so much money. Oh, as sure. a business owner by just doing all of my own things. But we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah, so that... Just because I want to make sure people know about the story of Float Light too. Yeah, but, so that um, brought you to Shiny Car and then... And then following that, um, essentially what happened was is I, I got a chance to float uh, many years ago um, <laughs> at a very famous but old float center. Um, and that one float changed everything for me. At the time, I wasn't thinking about building a business. I was just like, this is something that I need. And you know, if how you long, look- How long ago was that? It was 10, nine, 10 years ago. And um, and if you look at me now, you're probably like, well now probably it's closer to 11 because we've been open for in, for business for about a year and a half. Yeah, mm-hmm. so anyway, anyhow, um, if you look at me now, you're probably like, man, John's got so much energy. And there's a reason for that. Like when I was five, I was diagnosed with ADHD, you know, what do they do with kids that are diagnosed with ADHD? You put them on an amphetamine, and that's what I've taken. I started taking Ritalin, and and don't I'm not saying this stuff for anyone to pity me. I'm not saying it because yeah. it's good or bad. I'm saying it. This is the facts. Tie it back to the floating. Right. I I took Adderall for so many years, and I'll tell you, like I don't care what studies say, but it affected my ability to sleep. Mm-hmm. I would go throughout nights like you know how we talk about like editing i'm sure you've probably done this you pull all nighter because you're just so deep into the editing process you're like man that's how i that's how i made that simpsons video go viral that's how i made you know that uh um the other one the uh, big bang theory video because i'm just like i'm on to something post it got it out there and it was like boom instant like engagement but um i floated the first time and i felt like for the first time in my life i was well rested and it was just like i need this man i need this so my wife thought I was crazy, but this, was, this wasn't anywhere near where I live. And of course, coming from Wisconsin, Appleton, Kimberly, I'm thinking there's gotta be a place, you know? Like acupuncture, it's not really advertised, but it's still there because it's too weird and people don't really wanna do it unless you like specifically look for it. But there wasn't, there wasn't a place in the state of Wisconsin at the time. So what I did was, is I started the process of actually building a DIY flow tank in my home. And, um, and there are forms for this total documentation, which was awesome. And coming from the world of looking things up online, it's just natural. In fact, like my producer for the Floating Night Live does the same thing. It's almost like we're all born in like this similar era where we're just like, you need to find something, let's look at the forms. Mm. So I start constructing the float tank, very crude design. And my wife gets a chance to do it. And she was blown away by the experience. In fact, if you look at the float lounge at Float Light, there's a big painting on the back wall. It turns out that that, well, that was what she painted, and it, we made it the Float Light logo because there was so much passion that was built into it. That? She, yeah, this this logo for Float Light. And, um, and then she's like, she's like, we really need to think about doing this. Like, this is something we should try. And, of course, we approached Peter and Jan Rogue, my parents, and, and my mom. She's like, she's like, oh, you know, I did that back in the 80s, right? And I'm like, 
what? Oh, really? <laughs> she was actually going through postpartum depression, which um, which was something that she tried. She tried the sensory deprivation tank, and she 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 said that you know she went there. It was it was in a it was like the start of a snowstorm, but she started the float, and then when she got done with her float, and she, and you got to know my mom. She's like hyper high strung. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like oh, having a meltdown if this would have happened outside of that situation. But the post float caused her to be so calm. But she locked her keys in the car. And uh, she couldn't get in the car. Now, normally she'd be like panicking, but she told me in that moment, like this was one time where she felt like at peace. Like she's like, it doesn't matter. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I can deal with this. Of course, my dad, Peter, you know, she saves her from the snowstorm, makes sure she can get in the car. But, but she remembers that experience. Mm-hmm. And she's like. So she was in. She, she was like, she didn't really think back on it until now. And there was mm-hmm. a huge like. Um, you know, void in this whole float industry for so many years where there was nothing that was really happening. So I come up with this concept. This was five, six years ago. Um, and, um, and she's like, we need to do this. So we started uh, inventing this business. And, you know, you follow standard tropes to businesses. It takes nine months to go from started business plan to open. It's not the case with a startup and a new interesting concept. Banks don't have any information on this stuff. In fact, it wasn't even, it wasn't even regulated. It was, it was regulated as a pool and spa at the time I wanted to open. So there was no float centers in Wisconsin because the industry hadn't been deregulated yet. Mm. So what happened was, is I start writing this business plan and it was like, keep it to a short like nine pages because banks don't want to read this huge ass manual or whatever for mm-hmm. a business well we had so many things that we had to work through like first of all it was a look it was like well we had to double up on getting the funding which was hard to begin with we approached so many different when banks you say double up you mean doubling like just, up the down payment or? no 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 like when i say doubling up i mean like going from bank to bank and just trying to doubling see your efforts yeah. it was just harder yeah and so banks weren't really understanding of this concept in fact if you go on the float lights page you'll see this video by uh american national bank with jan explaining the process of the relationship with the bank because we were featured which be connected we're in their studio right now actually did the featurette on it they did a wonderful job and um our friend brett from who's the uh who's i I believe he's like the the boss or the president or something over there at at american national he believed in it he just also liked to listen to me talk, I think, because, no, I'm just kidding. But no, seriously, like, he, he believed in it. And um, and by that time, we actually approached him. I had this, like, 250-page manual for this business written like a franchise, basically, like, from operations to uh, policy to every single thing, even vision, brand, color, theory, everything. And, like, it was because it just took so long to get this business open, like, years and we were we were on different buildings and we just had to be downtown. In fact, like a lot of people don't know this, but like we we wanted to get into the Gibson building. Now it's the Gibson Lounge, which I'm happy about. That's a great spot for that. Um, but that didn't work out because the spatial requirements weren't there, plus the building was for sale. We didn't know if we wanted to lease. Then we actually purchased. We bought the Giltech building, which is now that car dealership like place where they create the app for the car dealerships. Oh yeah. Across from the PAC. Mm-hmm. But the deferred maintenance on that building was astronomical. It was it it killed our loan, um, and it, it, the building didn't appraise. So we we're like, man, what are we gonna do? I probably crossed that 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 building that we're at now, which is six hundred nine West College. Uh, it used to be the old Tasty Bakery. Before that, it was Hoffer Glass. I probably crossed that place like fifty times, and, and there was a temporary like Republican Party inside the location. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, is that a temporary spot? Well, it turned out it was. 
and one day on a whim, we were coming back from our friends, uh, our friend uh, Andy Larson's float center down in Milwaukee called Float Milwaukee. Great place, great guy. Um, and we were just like, we were almost at ends. Like, what are we going to do? Well, we pull in that parking lot where Float Light is now. And we're like, well, what about this spot? We get on the phone uh, with our friends over at Bashard, which we've worked with uh, with Dennis, who was our real estate agent. Um, and we get a chance to look at the spot. And I swear, when I walked through that place, I couldn't even hold back my emotions. Like, you want to be kind of strategic. Like, don't let them think that you're, like, too desperate. But, man, the place was amazing. It was almost like it was it was, it was waiting for us. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, in a way, I feel like synchronicity played a role. Like, our yeah. patience, not giving up and overcoming the adversities. I know it sounds like a trope and it no. might sound like cliche, but in this case, it really did so. work that way. And we, we opened Float Light a year and a half ago. Uh, and, and basically, when my wife and I, it was just Jesse and I starting out this business, when we first started, we didn't know what, we, I mean, we knew what we were doing, but we had to invent a couple of these systems. But Jesse's so brilliant. She comes up with these amazing, like, intakes. Like, she, she just, it was like she was meant to do this. And, like, our intake has obviously been we call it the journey. So if anyone's like, well, what's the intake look like? Half hour before your float. We spend about 20 minutes with you just teaching you everything that we know, everything that we've learned. And when you go into the float, you're basically an expert. But the business was like almost operational from the first day that we opened. And um, and I tell people this, and this is the truth, in the first year of being open, like, you know, there's a, there's a thing out there that's like you usually lose money. And, and mm-hmm. in the case of Floatlight, for a startup and a new concept, I mean, this is not a franchise. This is an original brand concept business. We not only did we make money, but we shattered our projections. And we floated over 3,000 first time guests through the experience. And many of the times, like, people were like leaving there just incredibly amazed. And people that have been floating with us since day one still float with us today. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're maxing like fifty floats already. It's amazing. That's more than I floated in my own tanks. <laughs> and um, and now moving on to about a year and a half, we're close to five thousand, and we look to expand three more additional float tanks um, uh, by the probably the end of third quarter or second year, somewhere around there. Hopefully, if things work out. So sometime between like September and well, January. yeah. So when you're in, when you're kind of trying to operate a business and also plan something out, it's like the business just takes full effect. It's when you get that little yeah. bit of time to be like, all right, I'm going to start working on this project. Yeah, and you can, um, but that, that's our hope. And there, there is a need. I mean, we're we're at about seventy, a little bit over 80 percent capacity. And in the business of anything capacity wise, hotels, what have you. That's a little bit too high. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to go too high in capacity or you will start having customers who are, or guests who are like, hey, we want to float too, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you say three more tanks? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. And they're all custom built. Mm-hmm. So like our two float cabins, these are custom built, handmade float cabins. And th- this all comes back to our engineering skills. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and my programming, like the software uh, that operate the float centers, all automation technology that has basically just been rolled into one server that we run. And it turns out that there's not a lot of float centers out there that do what we do. Mm-hmm. Like we've come up with all these different unique things that make us different. And um, I mean, it's been a remarkable What's journey. cool is just like how basically, I love to see when skills from the past 
or like maybe they almost seem like maybe yeah. signs of the past. I've been noticing this a lot with like a lot of just people in general. They'll be like, um, for example, a guy I make videos with, he helped me make the first five videos for venture. Um, we were just filming this weekend and Oliver was, uh, he was running his drone and he's like, yeah, my dad got me like a, basically an RC helicopter when I was a kid. And it's like the same controller. And I like, I played with that thing all the time. And now he's, now he operates a drone. Like it, me in high school, all oh, yeah. my class projects, if, if I had the choice, I did video because one, I wanted to like be creative and like I was just always drawn to the medium. So obviously whether it's your art, whether it's your production, whether it's your hacking, whatever, all that like comes through in your every day. And I just think, I don't know, it's just like cool to see. And oh, it's so true, man. So maybe really like is. as a benefit to people watching, if you don't have like, and I think I think what's cool about um, you, John, is like, I know you have similar beliefs for like synchronicities and purpose, um, but like, I'm sure you would argue that Arbiter of the Void or Running Float Light is like, feels like your purpose and like it, it generates a lot of meaning for you to be running it. Yeah. So, yep. be sorry, before I let you jump in on that, I think if there are people out there that are looking for that, because I think finding meaning is like a huge part of of like getting over depression or finding happiness like maybe maybe the key is look back and and find something that you were passionate about as a kid or something like oh, that. oh this is but. so crazy that you say that too because this is something that and i know it sounds like i'm trying to sell you something look friends if you don't want to float don't do it in fact i i, I don't i don't think it's the right time for you to float you yeah. you gotta so. come and do this because it's something that you're curious about and you've heard someone say, you gotta do this. If you're like, oh, he's just trying to sell me something, but I'll try it anyway, don't come. It's not, you're not ready. Um, but you get in that float tank, it's crazy. It's like a mental audit. And like, you'll come back to a lot of the creative things that you've done through your life. And it's like, well, I knew I could do that. I could implement that skill set here. Mm -hmm. And it's become to the point where it's like, I'll start to optimize things, projects that I'm working on mm -hmm. when I'm in the float tank. And, I, and, it, and it comes to me, it's like, boom. Yeah, to give an example of, of real world, um, when we made our first video together, you made me float and like, I obviously, I wanted to. I'm like, just through Joe Rogan and things like that, just hearing about it. Yeah. But on my, on my final float with you guys before we did the local showcase, um, I was about to go on the Floating Light Live show and I came up with, uh, exactly as you described and I'm just I'm just validating because I think I think floating really is awesome mm -hmm. some people maybe shouldn't maybe if they can't afford it or something but I think everyone should at least try it but I came up with essentially this idea for a pop-up scavenger hunt and oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I rolled with it yeah and uh, we were on the news with it and stuff yep. and uh, it was it was pretty successful but literally like you said mental audit it just like just being in there, being alone with just the idea. Yeah. It just started to lay out like, okay, how would I get people to hear about this? Like, cause you can't, you can't throw a successful scavenger hunt if no one hears, but yeah, it was just like stepped you stepped me through like, Oh, I know this person. I have a connection. They like, this is cool. That'd be cool for them. And it's just like, yeah, oh, I man. agree completely. There's crazy things about that place too. Like I came up with, so a lot of people are there are a couple of our guests who have figured this out, but you wouldn't even believe this if I told you, but I've been on forums. This came to me in the float tank actually. And there is a, a an escape room built into float light. 
You have to explain. Have you ever done it? Um, have you ever done an escape room? I have. We just did a video with an escape room yeah. recently. So Actually, you know no, I, I have never done it myself. I've only well, filmed. Uh, you'd have to understand what it's about. So basically, yeah. an escape room is like a puzzle that leads to another puzzle that has a solution or a key or something to open something else. Mm -hmm. So you've seen the puzzle boxes at Float Light. Mm -hmm. It's just one element to it. But like I, I have a Caesar cipher that's built into like a couple of the journal entries. And I also have a, a Da Vinci's decoder that's hidden at Float Light. I can't talk about it though, because it ruins it. Like there, there are secrets that are, that are hidden in places. So like this clue will lead you to this thing. And, and like you can go on these forums if you type in like how to build awesome escape rooms. Mm -hmm. There's a form for that, who thought? Yeah. So like, it's like, oh yeah, pick up this Bluetooth transceiver. You can use a magnetic reed switch and it can make something open or close. And this is all stuff that I'm like, dude, I'm a tinkerer. I love little technology things. So I built that into Floatlight. And it just, it's just so crazy that anyone would be interested in doing this, but we have people that do. Like they're like really dedicated to these weird things that, that like my personality just overflowed into the float center. But it mm -hmm. doesn't affect the core experience because it's like a hidden thing. And I've always been big on like ARGs, like alternative reality games. So I wanted to have it look like that, but that's more of an online thing, like where you go to a website and it's like really cryptic and then there's a video and you have to like slow down the footage or play it in reverse to get the true meaning or like put it in an audio analyzer to get the picture, but the audio sounds crazy. You ever see anything like that? Like Sarcata 330? No, you've told, me, you've told me about it. <laughs> For a while, like every time I came in, you're like, Evan. You gotta make one of these ARGs. I really, really, yeah, I know. And so I was hoping Evan could, and could do it in real life, but it turns out it's 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 really hard because, like, people that engage in ARGs, like, it's such a segmented population that end up on some Reddit form, and they're all like these coders, these genius people that are like, we can figure out these puzzles, and you just, it's really hard to implement that in a real world when you got like little problem. kids who want to participate, you want to appeal yeah. to the broad mass. So like for me, doing something at Floatlight that was like of high intellectual, uh, you know, potential for somebody that really, really needed to think about it. Like if I put a bunch of binary code on a sheet of paper, is somebody seriously gonna type out every little piece of binary into a web browser so that they can get the translation of that? And they will, they'll get the translation. It's not a long string, but like that'll lead them to a clue. So but you're see, doing this now? Before we get dude, too I've far, I've been into doing this, man. Okay. Like stuff like this, and so like if like I had one puzzle box that was on the table, it's been solved way too are many. Are you gonna times. launch? Are you gonna like make some kind of announcement on like how people can get started or no? <laughs> nope, no, because that's not the point. But how do people get started? That's my like. That's well, what I'm trying. I mean, to... first of all, you got to find the clue. You just got to go to Float Light. Like you, you've been in the Float Lounge. Yeah, that place is pretty dynamic. It's yeah. unique. It's ambient. It's it's. But there, we don't just put random things on tables for you to look at. There are everything in that float lounge has a meaning. In fact, my friend Steve was trying to solve one of the puzzle boxes. Today. Even the container full of colored pencils. No, but I really like that. <laughs> I real that shot that you did with that color. Those colored oh, yeah. pencils, very creative, yeah, amazing, thanks. very. Nice. Did you do that shot? I did. Yeah, I did the whole yeah. video. How yeah. heavens if. Evan is a genius. No. Man. All right, take it a, easy. It's a really good shot. I appreciate it. Yeah. B-roll is amazing on that. No, anyway. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, and so, like, I just, you know, come up with these ideas, and, like, 
it, that's not even the end of it, dude. I forgot my little notebook, dude. You know how reporters, like back, you watch those mm-hmm. early movies of mm-hmm. like the noir, they got those little flip pads. Mm-hmm. It's either a reporter or it's a, a detective. Dude, I totally have one of those. In fact, I broke a pencil and sharpened it down to that big so I could fit it in the spiral of it. It's the best thing ever. Have a notebook, friends. It'll save you. Nice. You don't forget your thoughts. Write the stuff down. What's been What's been your favorite part about starting it, about starting Float Light? You're oh, a half in. So the so the the truth is is that is that when we started this business we didn't we were like all right our goal is to sell floats, but we could have never expected the response that we've gotten from our community. That's the truth. Um, our community is is amazing. The people, the float family, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Like like the these we have a we have an identity. We are the float family. I know, man. I had, it's a, it's, it, but it's, it's yeah, awesome. And, and, you know, I've seen the most compassionate things. It's, it's, it's mind blowing. I've seen guests buy other guests floats. I've saw, I, we have had, you know how Starbucks has that pay it forward line. Mm-hmm. We've had pay it forward lines mm-hmm. at float light. It's just mind blowing and no one expects anything. They, is it always for friends or is it for random people? Random people. We did a floating light live where you know, somebody was telling their story in the chat and then the community started rallying behind them. It's the float for Carol campaign. Mm. And people started buying Carol floats because she was, she was suffering with, with cancer. And it was the most incredible act of, of kindness that I've, we've ever seen. I mean, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, floating, th- there's no question about it. It helps people. It helps people on so many different layers, uh, levels. It, it helps people physically um, in, in almost every way, but it also helps people mentally. And some people use it for, for prayer. But, but, you know, honestly, like people hear the stories that other people give, like shared experiences are huge with us. In fact, like we look at Float Light and if, and if anyone out there is like, man, you guys have so many good reviews. It's not because like the, that's the digital float journal. You know, like the like the way that I think our community looks at it is like we they know that there's no place to post anything without Facebook or Google or anyone else trying to make us spend money. Mm-hmm. The only place that re- allows us to post somewhere where it never leaves, it's always there, and, and you can't spend money on it, and it's genuine is the is is the review system, and like people post their experiences there and how it helps them, and it inspires other other people to try it. Um, and this community has been amazing. I mean. You know, when we do the floating light live, the float family is there, and yeah. and we have people that come to float light. We've had people that are that are part of our float family that I've just met for the first time in the float lounge, and they're inspired to 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 communicate with one another. They yeah. don't even know each other. There's been a lot of uh, yeah. It's just a it inspires conversation because I don't know. It just like breaks boundaries or something. It really does. Um, it does. It like it's like a common shared experience between two individuals that 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 they can communicate over, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's going to be some commonality there. They it both almost, just got out of the float tank. It almost gives you an opportunity to talk up. Cause like the same way, um, the same way that you're talking about your mom, like being able to like take a step back, like zoom out. Like it just, it's an, it's a perspective enhancer. It's yeah. just like, it just like blows up that, that like shallow perception of like, getting involved in your emotions it like forces you to zoom out it's like no matter almost no matter what you're zooming out like your perspective um Mm -hmm. and yeah it just like it allows you to just i don't know 
talk about everything from that perspective, which is really a perspective that you almost only get with like good friends or like around the campfire kind of thing. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? It just like facilitates that. Oh, and I've yeah. seen it. Like people that don't know each other, like then consider themselves really good friends after that yeah. float. It's almost like I wish I could be in the float lounge with that person again. Yeah. Like we have our friend, uh, our float family, Cody and Denise. They didn't know each other. They met each other during Denise's first float, but she's floated before at St. Elizabeth Hospital. That was here in Appleton, Wisconsin, back in the in the 80s, which is crazy. There was that's a float another, tank here. Yeah, it's story, insane. Yeah. And honestly, Denise is has been there. She's floated. And yeah. I got to meet some of the scientists that were working on those academic studies. Did, they floated with us at float line. Did they get together or something like that? Or what? No, no, no. Just random, dude. It was, it's like synchronicity. It's the craziest thing, the things that happen. Are they friends now? Like, what's that? No, no, no. It's, they oh. don't know each other, but but, but I, I That's I just two examples of two people. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Belden, uh, he floated with us. And then, like, three weeks later, we get Denise who comes to float with us. And then I talked to Denise. And like, have you floated before? And she's like, yeah, I used to float back way long time ago uh, at St. Elizabeth Hospital. I'm like, no way. You were at the stress lab. And she's like, yeah, I floated at the stress lab. This was a, a a clinical facility. I mean, the float tank was beautiful. It was like it was like at the medical level, government-funded operation where they were doing academic research. That, and we have the published journal, the academic journal at Floatlight in the, in, in the lobby because it's such a great thing to reference. Just, just because we switched gears really quick there, Basically, at Saney's, correct, there was a study that was done in the 80s, which is very early because the float industry as it is is very young. Yeah, correct? right now, yeah. And, like, it's been around since, like, what, the the tw- like the like 50s or the yeah, 20s? Yeah, so, so Dr. John C. Lilly very, yeah, in the 50s was the modern inventor of the float tank, and he was using it for ac- – he was doing academic research. Of course, he had a lot a, of yeah. people that did it back then, but it was during the time where there was, like – it was like the psychedelic era. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Like early sixties. Like, yeah, and exactly. And so Dr. Uh Dr. John Lilly, he he's doing ketamine and stuff. He he was a very controversial yeah. scientist. But anyway, like that aside, like it is interesting. Um but basically the point is it took a long time for it to catch on and bloom. Yeah. And like so no, the no question. So the fact that it was happening in the eighties is like crazy. Like People don't under, I, I I don't know if people understand like how crazy it is right here in Appleton, right? Right. That's kind of the point. And so it was done. It was in eight. It was back in the eighties, and mm-hmm. and so, you know, it kind of leads me to one thing I really want to address too. Like a lot of people that might be listening right now, that they might go on Google after listening to this and be like, mm-hmm. "Float tank," and mm-hmm. they're gonna find an image of a float tank. But I'll tell you this with a hundred percent accuracy: whatever you're looking up is not what we have. In mm-hmm. fact, what we have will blow your mind and it will ch- it will change your perspective because everything you know about a flow tank we have reinvented it and made it better um these tanks are different they're large where do you get the plastic piece did you come up with that or is that something that you buy in so plastic piece like what the cabins mean? like the so yeah that's structure. a fiberglass mold okay so uh how we do that is we actually uh did you custom order that or yep uh, yeah we built the entire system okay um it, so it, a lot of people actually kind of were like, well, you probably go up to Stewart County and you can find yeah. fiberglass. Yeah. You can get people, they make these giant boat hauls and stuff. So what I, so that's where you got it done is in Stewart yeah. County? Yeah. And, and I'll tell you one thing, like coming from the perspective of somebody who wants to get into like custom building these for people, these are not feasible to yeah. try to order or build. But, but if you want something that's like, you know, you go to float light, it's like built into the wall. Right. Like you have to, you have to engineer the entire room from the from the inside yeah. out 
in order to get that. What I don't think people understand is like, um, especially people, I think a lot of people probably don't know much about tanks in general. Yeah. What basically what I'm gathering and like what I know about it is like, this is like extremely entrepreneurial and people don't understand like, you're not just you didn't just like buy a tank. Well, I guess maybe with the orb. Yeah. But like you didn't like. Well, even your, with your the main... orb, the orb was in was actually prototyped by a, uh, a gentleman from Wisconsin. Wow. That moved to California. That then sold the design off, and then it was re it was re it was it was built and engineered, and it was just the hottest thing at the time. Mm-hmm. Everything that's involved in in the filtration to automation technology, it's all done in house. You, with your tanks. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like it's. I don't know. It's so cool because it's like it, that's how industry standards get set or that's how industries even grow is if you improve on the design and you that, have to, you have to. And, and it's just, it's awesome that it's coming. And, and I have no, and I don't disparage anyone out there that has a float center or builds one or that, but, but what, what I've personally seen in being in, in planning for this so long, we've, we've, I have my own personal critiques about like what I thought before float light opened, what should happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been to places that have a float tank. It's almost like they have a hair salon or they'll have, or they'll have massage therapy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you'll walk past all of that because there's a room in the back that it looked like somebody might've vacated at one point And then they stuck a float tank in there. You know, there, you could hear things happening from outside of the room. You know, the, the light switch, you have to manually turn off and you could see light from under the door. Mm-hmm. My personal opinion is, is that what we're offering is something that, and we're continually reinventing this, it is such a perfection that, or it's such a process of perfection for me that I cannot let anything go. Like if there is one little thing that I see, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, it's like an artist. If you have an artist that looks at a canvas, they're gonna say, I don't like how that corner looks or that brush stroke or whatever. I look at it the same way. In fact, that makes it very difficult for me to float in my own tanks because I feel like I'm seeing things that can be improved upon. That's why that, that little notepad I was telling you about, it's game changer for me. Cause dude, if I don't have that thing, dude, I got to hold the thought in my head and I'm freaking out, like so trying you, to run back to my desk just to so write the thing down. You pop out of the tank, you pop out of the tank, you write a note. No, in fact, dude, I'm telling you, this is how deep this goes. I wish I, I could put a tank, a, it's gonna sound really weird. I'm not gonna do like this, people. Yeah, if I could be like, Audio. hey Alexa, there's no Alexa in here, right? No, there's not. Dude, that'd be so weird if there was like an Echo B thermostat. Yeah. Anyway, um, I wish I could be like, hey Alexa, take a note, and I could be like, remind me to put this in my notepad. And and like thinking about it, it almost would be a good idea. There's been guests who have told me like, I wish I could record myself. Think. I think be- the best the best way to do it would be just like a waterproof audio recorder. I'm telling you, that would be a good idea. Well, I'm just saying, like, because would be. you wouldn't want to put it in there because it's like privacy, but like maybe you can offer it to people or maybe they can bring it themselves. It's so true. You know yeah. what? Man, I wish I had my notepad right now. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, it's, on, it's on the, you can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Digital notepad, friends, right yeah. here. Just get yourself on a live stream. Someone, no. someone comment John's idea so he, when he goes back through and replies to all the comments, he can, notepad he can remember. Notepad on their and usually in your pocket. You're right, Steve. Use your photo, dude. Um, like, I think that's a good idea. I just gotta find a waterproof recorder because like, seriously, and, and I'll tell you one thing doesn't about Float Light. Good, doesn't even need no, to be no, good no, quality. No, 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 no. I'll tell you something about Float Light. Whenever a guest says, man, I wish you guys had this. This happened from the beginning. We would we would outright just get it. We have a, we have a whole back shelf of random objects that could potentially be requested. That's because cool. why not? Yeah. 
Yeah. Think about it. As That's a the name business. of this podcast, by the way. But Brett, why not? <laughs> but why not? <laughs> See, we always tie things together. Um, but like, for instance, like somebody needs this. It could be anything like a fan in the suite. Or in the, in the case of like somebody wanted to bring a CD, I bought an old Sony Walkman CD player that runs on batteries. You can plug in and run a CD player to run that through the float tank. I like that. I've never used it, but I like the idea of being able to plug your phone in. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, and people do. In fact, Steve just did today. Even though Steve was like, I don't know if it was playing or not. <laughs> Waterproof recorder. Rose, if you find it, that's... that's no, she's reminding that's you. That's float. She's reminding Oh, yeah. okay. She, she Thanks, did. Rose. <laughs> I don't put that in there. Don't... No, don't put that in there. No, 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 no. I, I won't, Denise. Denise, what we're talking about is an option, something an that option. you can bring in. I would on give your own it accord. to you. Yeah. We're not going to record you. Don't worry. Yeah. This is totally an odd Optional. conversation, but yeah, you know, and that and that's so that that's kind of like, and I have the thoughts like, what if I did, uh, what if I did voice activated automation, like turn off lights, float light, turn off lights. I have a script that I could implement into into a piece a really simple piece of hardware uh, it you know uh, that would that would run you know this you know script. what's cool about this thing that you built so quickly is what you can do is when you start getting into those those like deeper problem solving things like removing that like last 10 percent of friction or whatever like i'm going to implement this is you can take it to the float family have 10 of them try it and that's what you're doing with the floatage and stuff too so oh I guess, yeah yeah my guess i my float fam they're out there doing prototype testing. Yeah. It's actually what we're doing with our new CBD brand that we're going to be launching here pretty soon. Nice. Which is a first in the industry. Yeah. Single I think it's use. An awesome I, I'm not trying to plug that, even though it was a shameless plug, I guess, in a way. No, it's fine. I mean, I kind of felt awkward saying it. I'm like, if I say that, it's going to sound like I'm plugging it. No, don't worry about that because a lot of people are hype about it. They're like, when are you guys going to do the single use CBD? And, um, and, uh, it's a good idea. It's happening. In fact, I have a, we have a name for it. It's called Float Elixir. Nice. And uh, you can find that at... Solidifying thing. You can find that at, <laughs> at cbdfloat.com or floatelixir.com. Those websites are not up yet, but they will be soon. <laughs> right now, they're just going to link you straight to Floatlight, but I promise you, once they're available, you don't need to buy them online. That's for other float centers to purchase. You can buy them straight from Floatlight. And uh, trust this when I say yeah. this. Steve? How often did you get requests for that? Denise, before you, before you went Andrew, through Andrew, Rose, you all get to be prototypes for that. You can prototype. Evan, yeah, Ev sweet. Camille, thanks, John. <laughs> Camille, you can all, you can, you can come do it. In fact, Camille needs to come float. Yeah, yeah anybody Camille's heard of Camille's Choice? If you guys are on the Venture Wisconsin's Facebook page, go like the page, please. Seriously, this guy is amazing. He's like a genius. And you want to know somebody that's super famous and amazing and like it's going to make you super hungry? Go check out Camille's Choice. Dude, they post all the time. It's amazing. Seriously, it makes me hungry every time Appreciate I watch you, it. John. Appreciate you, dude. It's awesome. I didn't. I, I wasn't trying to plug you. I know. No, I'm on I just your podcast. I, I Why do I have to plug anything for you? Like they came to your page to I listen know. to me say, "Go check out Venture Wisconsin. They're amazing." We yeah, we like what we do, and we want to help people find stuff to make the most of their time and oh, cool yeah. local businesses like Floatlight. So totally. Man. I just appreciate the kind words. Well, I also just like I, I have a genuine appreciation for creators. 
like what you do and what my friend Josh does and what anybody does. It could be my friend uh, Jay Lamar. It could be my friend Timothy, like from hometown hoodies to Josh Russell Studios to Venture Wisconsin uh, to to anybody entrepreneurs out there that just want to want to build something or make something to to my the lovely Megan uh, and her family. Hip, hip um, hippest. Oh, you're talking about the DJ. Hit, what they do with the DJ? Hit Productions, I think it's called. I'm, I'm, dude. Scott is totally gonna hate on me right now. I saw him at a friend's wedding. Like Scott, can two you weeks can ago. you give a shout out to your DJ company? Because I think it's I think it's awesome. Um, Megan's dad's amazing. I must say. Yeah, I think okay. So and mom going off of that and brother going off of that. I agree completely. And dog, if they have one. <laughs> sorry, go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're fine. See, this is this is the this is the John energy that that some know, some don't. I, I said if I'm coming on this podcast, it's got to be interesting. <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously. I, I, I mean, I'm ready for it always. I mean, and you know what? And and you guys don't I'd have a coming. format because, like, honestly, like the floating night live, dude. I'm telling you, man. When I first started doing that show, I swear I had a laptop where I had to turn it around just to get the the camera, and I had to turn it back to me and turn it around. And now it's like you walk into the floating light live set. It's like a a studio it's crazy Mm -hmm. and we just keep adding things and just adding small things and now it's like this big production and you can see the comments and like it's a really interactive show it's a lot different i like this though because we're engaged in a very deep conversation on the floating night live it is different like it's a lot of comment and it's a lot of interaction with the the crew uh and the people on the couch myself and the comments and so it's a different show and and like i encourage anybody out there that's listening right now that's coming from venture wisconsin or listens to the rebroadcast Go to floatlight or go to facebook.com slash floatlight. Just go to the broadcast that's going to be on Wednesday night. Uh, Evan is going to be on there. It's awesome. We're going to get, you're going to see what it feels like. Are you going to, you're going to get to see Evan after he gets done floating, super post float Evan brain. And you're also going to get to see my friend Josh Russell, Evan's friend too. He was just on the podcast actually. Two episodes ago. It was amazing. It's going to be fun. I love the show. And I was actually, before you went on the floatlight live rant, I was going to say, um, you doing the floating light live inspired me to do a live show. Oh, I know. Why not? Right. Yeah. Why and not? I thought it was a good idea. Like totally. And you were like, you use OB- LBS, which is awesome. Open broadcast mm-hmm. systems, totally awesome program. And, uh, it, it's only going to get better. These types For of sure. formats are amazing because people you're, you're real, but no post dude. I could say something totally weird. I'm not going to. But seriously, I could say something totally weird. I promise I won't. Thank but you, seriously, um, say what you want. No. What do you feel? What do you feel? Cannot John? do that. It'd be kind of weird. Um, I actually do like sitting here on the couch, though. Um, usually, when I'm on the floating night live, like my producer will cut away from me when I'm doing something. When I'm like starting to get kind of crazy, like he'll see my eye twitch. I'll be like, he'll be like, all right, cut to the couch. Megan, what do you think? <laughs> John's going nuts again. Um, <laughs> But so it, it kind of a contrast. It's like you get to see me and then you get to see the couch and that's totally contrast. For sure. And I think I think watching the improvements on your show is awesome. Like I totally took your word for it. At the beginning you were like, do whatever. We had a, an episode where the whole thing didn't air and we thought it did. And we did a whole episode <laughs> where we talked and nothing happened. Oh my gosh. And yeah, but you got to start and it is genuine. And, and what I want to see more of is like, if we create this, or this is my hope that this live show can be a part of and float light can be a part of is that other people decide because one like doing something local is hard to do so like mm-hmm. right now this is pretty local yours is pretty local but yours is starting to kind of become this whole float like beacon for floating centers it's crazy yeah 
but I like I hope that people go out and start their own because like there are spaces like Blank Slate here where like oh, yeah. literally you just pay a monthly fee. And and this like, place is amazing, by the way. Yeah, you have the it's complete really cool. you have the complete setup to do a live show. And this is totally a Joe Rogan mic right here. Yeah, it's a nice quality. It's really nice. Like, I think I they can tell. Yeah, you, Joe Rogan. How we doing? Somebody tag. Can somebody in the po- comments just make sure that they can we just do at it? sign Joe Rogan just in case he wants to watch this. He's not. Maybe. He's not on Facebook. Dude, nah. He's not. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Forget you, Joe Rogan. Should we Rogan. just do ASMR on these mics for the rest of the you know, like? It's kind of funny because minutes. Megan was doing that too the other day. So I'm gonna, we're, we're here to. Can you turn my levels up, Mike? Two, <laughs> Mike one. It's it's the he top get the left. ASMR top right there. <laughs> no, we're not gonna do that. No, but. <laughs> but Megan was, and you know what's weird? Because I'm sitting so far away, I didn't know that they were doing it until I watched the the the, the rebroadcast. Re- yeah. and I'm like. My God, that's too, you, super weird. Do you rewatch every show? Yeah, they're really? about an hour long too, and and sometimes even longer. And why? Oh man, you just like it that much? I do. In fact, like, I, I smile. I sometimes like you laugh at your own jokes. You laugh oh, at dude, their jokes. seriously, <laughs> some of the jokes I say are super funny. Like, I'll go back and watch this one. I'll I'll do something like crazy. Like, I'll say something crazy. Like, I'm watching the live stream. Like, mm-hmm. like I'll be like, oh my god, Carol, float for her. Like, float yeah. for me. And I'll just I'll say something weird. Like the way I like articulate my voice, or I'll like try to do like an impression. And I'm just like, dude, I am such a dork. I really am that's a nerd, it. man. Seriously, <laughs> like, what am I doing? Yeah, but I that's the ADHD, I think. Yeah, and yeah. It's, I don't even remember doing half this know, stuff. I Sometimes I don't even remember what I said, and I do a show like this, and I'll be like, dude, I actually said that. Yeah, and I'm not going back to criticize myself. No, also, no, no. I, I watch the floating light live because I do, I do like think about like wh- what could we have done better in a way. Mm-hmm. But it is more because I'm entertained by it. Like I yeah. actually want to watch it because I feel like I missed it being part of it. Yeah, you that's know? interesting. I do think too that like whether that's your intention or not, just by rewatching, like you're kind of training your subconscious to like maybe improve your perform like improve your performance i mean like talk better ask better questions you know what i mean and it has evolved in fact um i'll tell you our biggest live stream we've ever done in fact we got burnt out so much last week that we kind of just downtoned it a little bit but the one before that we had dr patrick flynn the ceo of the wellness way which they're a huge they're they're a national franchise i didn't even know this they're a national organization and i had the bosses of this what do they do the wellness way is a um is an organization that helps small clinics with marketing and mm. puts and puts their brand in their hand to help them organize. And Dr. Flynn has written two books. He just did another book launch this last Friday called I Disagree. This is where I met the folks over at Nectar and a couple <laughs> other cool Sweet. people. Yeah, uh, totally. And I even told him, I'm like, you guys got to come on the Floating Night Live, but they should also come on your podcast. And also you should do a business profile of them. Wellness way? Cool. No. Um, Nectar. Nectar, yeah. Those I, guys yeah, are awesome. We've done a couple of videos cool Uh, but but anyway um um we had them on the show in that show we had a hundred we peaked at 119 live viewers that's awesome it was like a a breaking record kind of thing yeah and it was like i can't believe we did it but you wouldn't even believe it when we launched that show the live stream didn't work you want to know why why take a guess what do you think just happened tonight murphy's law no (laughs) yes (laughs) The, the the stream key Oh. Three minutes before the broadcast airs, Facebook sends a message in a big red box up in the corner. Sorry, we changed your stream key. And I'm just like, no. And they had watch parties from, dude, we had people watching from Texas to like Louisiana. And like, because Dr. Flynn's book. Has yeah, so a lot of people. people were outside of the region, but we had That's a lot amazing. of people no, local too. Yeah. 
that's awesome I and mean, that's what you want yeah and so and so like we didn't launch right away we had a five minute like downtime eventually we got the stream key fixed and then i get on the camera i'm like sweating bullets like you know that megadeth song because no. you didn't want it to not work or not happen. i would no, i was panicking i'm like oh my yeah. god these these guys think we're amateurs oh what are we gonna do what are we gonna do yeah but then i get it to work and i'm like we're hello here. friends this is jonathan <laughs> with the floating light live and we're actually here even though we weren't and that's kind of how i introduced the show i'm like super zen monk but i'm really not totally like just like yeah i'm totally faking it i didn't get in the flow tank you know you really want to talk to these people that are on the couch but i'm going to pretend sort of that i am super zen to but, set the well yeah but they know setting, i'm not like that's tone. that's just how i introduce the show so mm -hmm. i always do an introduction i talk about who's going to be on the show even though like i don't brief the guests so i'll be like and we have evan on the show and then you'll be like hey guys I'm, and i'll be like evan you're not we didn't cut to you yet just hold on <laughs> wait your turn brother and then and then i try to do the the, the intro you know we have the the intro with the floating that live and you know it's whatever it gives us time to just recompose ourselves but it's also like something that people expect and the intro just froze Really? Yeah, it was like, it was like, the music was playing and it was like, and it's just frozen space. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And then I cut back to my camera. And this was the first time I had my new camera, which was a, um, a Panasonic G85, a GX85. Mm -hmm. And I had to have my friend Josh Russell come to Float Light to help me figure out why the micro four thirds, uh, three fourths, was so cropped into my face. And it turned out that the way that Panasonic does it is, is when you change the resolution of the camera from the 4K, it takes 4K crop from the sensor and it just magnifies it down. Mm. So I was, I was in frame like this and I was like, oh my God, what are we gonna do? And I had no choice. I was like, we're just gonna go live and we're gonna do the show. Of course, Josh comes and he saved the day because he knows cameras. Uh, Hashtag Josh Russell knows cameras, uh, but no, seriously, he. That's gonna be hold. That's, dude, you're gonna break the internet. I know. <laughs> don't break the internet. Um, and, and so what happened was is um, is he fixed it, and then I went to live again, and now I'm actually in frame. Like I actually have a nice frame. Yeah. And uh, I'm really happy about that. I love I love technology, dude. I can I cannot get enough of it, dude. I, I I cannot go a day without having a new piece of technology. I swear <laughs> I love it, dude. I just got this Smurl counter. Have you ever seen that thing? No. Dude, it's like a mechanical counter that counts the Facebook likes. Oh, really? So when someone hits like on your pa Facebook page, it flaps down. Oh, and you can add that to your corner of the screen you're saying. No, it's some oh, it's a physical oh, box really? with manual flaps. Really? <laughs> yeah, if you go watch the last floating it live. Oh, you had? did you have a camera on it? No, it was like oh. sitting right in the middle table. Oh, okay. And people would like. Oh, so they can see when they click it. They oh, like the page, it flips. That's cool. But see. Sometimes people will unlike it, and it will. <laughs> Does it flip back? It flips down. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be like, you guys are totally trolling us, but we have no so shame. No when shame. People, when people smash the like button, it doesn't give another. No, click. it's not the oh. like from the feed. It's actually the like for the page. Right. Which is, I wish it was for the the feed. I'm it's trying for your to page. Out. Yeah. So people unlike the page. That's funny. Well, you should see the streams. It's so responsive. Though. You, you cool. watch those. How much did that cost? It's oh, expensive, dude. It's like, like 350 bucks. Oh, that's yeah, that's too much for me right now. Yeah, don't don't buy it. It's not necessary for what you do. Yeah. But but what I'll tell you is, is it's a really great engagement tool for Floatlight because yeah. people come there and they get to look at it. And they're like, oh, off show too. There's no way this is going to work. They'll click like and then it will be like 
<laughs> it's like, oh, oh my God, it yeah. actually moved. That's really cool. Yeah, it's a really cool tool. And uh, I guess the yeah, craziest thing is, is I can't, you know, I don't really care if Smurl watches this, but like it broke. Mm. And I've, I've, they have hundreds, a th over a thousand like five star reviews. And the one that I get breaks. Mm -hmm. The tens digit does not stop counting. Mm. So now I'm talking to them, it's made in France. And they're like, well, I'll have to, you'll have to send this one back. We'll wait for your prepaid posters. So I'm kind of disappointed. Uh, so far, the review is out, guys. I'm not sure if you should get a Smurl yet. You'll have to wait until the next one comes around. So we're not going to have it on the next Floating Night Live. But That's okay. Yeah. I just I love I love that inter interactive engagement kind of thing. And um, I think it's I think it's totally like just totally chill. It's it's totally chill. You got You got to have it. That's awesome. Yeah. So if we take a step back to um, are there any comments? What are people saying? Woohoo! Floating Light Live! That was from Andrew. Thanks, man. Hip Entertainment. I was right. See? I, and he can dance. Yay! He probably would help me out. I don't know what that means. Uh, uh, yes, a personal think, waterproof audio, not an Alexa. Nope, I will not do an Alexa. And do it, do it, says Steve. See that? Nice. I don't know. I, it's hard for me. Like right, Timing, right. So Steve was probably saying do the voice, and the next person probably said, like, don't do Alexa, but do the audio. Yeah. Do you want me? I should push button. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means either. That's okay. I made Megan laugh when I said it last uh, week. <laughs> just keep trying. <laughs> Maybe this is a thing. <laughs> I don't know what it means. It just sometimes I'll just come up with these weird little voices in my head, and then those voices will manifest into reality. That's okay. Sometimes I question my sanity. That's <laughs> well, why I float, well, you're doing though, something good. You're doing something good. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah, well, thank you, brother. Yeah. I was going to ask you, based on what we were talking about before, which is like the childhood um, the childhood skills that have like, not, not even necessarily childhood, but skills and things you were drawn to, like coming back into what you're doing now. Oh, and when like I was a child? And playing a huge role. No, no. I was going to ask you like future. So like going forward, like... How do you see maybe those skills interacting more with float light or like the next step or, or do you? Yeah. So float light, I feel like it's own media organization, um, for the industry. So a lot of people might not know this, but we've had a couple videos just straight up go viral. I'm not saying that the content was original though. Cause this was like me and just my cutting, my, my cutting room floor skills, like really good, like making sure that I get the high quality, high resolution footage back from 1997 of a Simpsons episode where Lisa and Simpsons float in the whole entire episode. They dedicated like five minutes of footage to just that scene where Homer is getting taken away. It goes through this whole adventure. Mm -hmm. And that video has been viewed like 2.1 million times now over on Facebook. And I've never seen a video on Facebook go viral uh, that I've known anyone. So like, and that video has been shared like 10,000 times. It's got like over 10,000 likes. It's amazing to mm -hmm. see that. I, I don't know how that converts for cool. us, doesn't really do anything for float light other than like notoriety around the world. And people are like, well, it was this float light place that made that video. We did the same thing with the big bang theory. We had high resolution footage that was chopped, but then, you know, some of the skills I've done with the video editing, I really got into like, uh, after effects for a long time. I just loved creating these. I don't know what it is, man, but I loved creating outros for the logo. And I just like making fire effects and getting all these different plugins that I could just like make these different effects. And for the most part, it's actually not that hard to do. You just got to follow Look tutorials. <laughs> yeah, man. YouTube is amazing for this stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, like we've kind of settled on one, like this one video, like the logo yeah, with, with the, the eye. Cause it's mm -hmm. just like, it's so perfect. Mm -hmm. 
Except for I should change some of those photos that fly in front. I'm going to put one in their view. <laughs> I'm going to. Thanks, John. I, I will. appreciate it. You're welcome, man. Because you're part of it. You're part of the flow of fam in your way. Appreciate but but no, seriously, um, I think that a lot of people are going to be looking for like um, – be like looking for like how how do we how do we do our marketing and some of our marketing it's not about the video production like you're specialized in that specifically but we have unique systems that we have set up at at Floatlight like the Float Fam itself like the fact that we have a an, a community that we have an identity mm-hmm. but the Float Family is also a program the program is people that float and it's actually saving you money and so it's not something that's sold but the the identity is the program that's our most best guest, and they are our ambassadors. They have the capabilities of giving floats at a discounted cost, mm-hmm. and and you'll never compete with Floatlight because we do not, we do not have coupons. We just don't do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, the cost is always what it is, and it's worth it. By the way, it's seriously, it's totally reasonable, man. Speaking on make a contribution. Speaking on Float Family, um, like how do you see, how do you see like the platform which you've created like translating into like benefit to Appleton or like Northeast Wisconsin. So, well, first of all, when we hit phase two, where we build more tanks, our intention is, is to improve the West side significantly of college Avenue. Um, because we feel like there's not enough attention brought to that side. So we intend to renovate, that entire location, that space, that parking lot, the building, it's gonna be in a lot of ways focused on wellness. Ever since we launched the new flotage that Megan is specialized in, because we're creating a new modality. I already told the world, we're, the only person in the world that's, spe- that's certified in flotage therapy is Megan. She is, because mm-hmm. nobody else is. created it. Yeah, we made it. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, she's unique. You want a flotage, you gotta go to Megan. Um, and, uh, our intention is, is for people to come to float light to learn how to do it. And, uh, so we're building a program, a certification program that will be a place where people come. So there are going to be people that come to float light. There are already people that come to float light that just want to see what the float, what the float center does and how it operates. Other people that want to build float centers in their own cities. Mm-hmm. I have people that are, that have expressed interest in building float lights. Uh, my friends, like like Andrew, asked about building a float light in Colorado. I have some people out in New York that were interested in building a float light and in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, and, of course, I even have some guests that travel three and a half hours that are like, somebody up in Green Bay is like, I, I would be willing to operate a float center for you up in Green Bay. So, like, there is potential to expand. Mm-hmm. And that's certain, something that we'll probably investigate a little bit further. But right now, we just want to make sure that everything is completely replicatable in order and it's yeah. simple and, and and also like there is a degree of passion that comes along with this like anybody that knows me like if you come to float light you're gonna see either jesse or i like we're there every single day it's just the way it is and we love that place i don't i can't imagine being away from float light like it's it is kind of a struggle for me to just leave that place i think about it when i'm gone i need to get back there because there are so many things that can be done that can be improved and the guests i can't let a guest leave dude it hurts me when a guest leaves full light and i for, and i didn't get a chance to talk to them mm-hmm. cuz i just want to say goodbye yeah seriously that's the it. level of passion that we have for this and 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 so it's it's beneficial for the fox cities it's beneficial uh, you know for wisconsin and i'll tell you like um, you know, we've won awards. In fact, we just won the best spa in the Valley. 
that's the post crescent thing or yeah but i'm not supposed to say that but i am saying it hmm. doesn't matter yeah but we we are we were voted um the best spa in the fox cities nice in the valley congrats best in the valley yeah. you're welcome you'll see that on june 12th or 22nd i'm pretty sure the person that's selling me their ridiculous package or whatever it's it's actually not it's cool i like the post crescent they're cool people uh, i think that the awards was pretty cool i didn't really like that we were put in a category with like the most relaxing place we were competing against like parks that was last year yeah like yeah. we were up against high cliff state park i'm just mm -hmm. like how can we compete against a national landmark yeah and we still won second place we beat memorial park <laughs> i love that place too like i honestly don't yeah. even think we should have beat any park because parks are amazing um, yeah. But we were put in the spa category, of course, the float family. I got to give a shout out to them. They voted us number one. So we won the best of the Valley. You know, I think that's great. I have to say thank you for that, Yeah. which I, I will again when that comes out. Mm -hmm. But but we also won like the new business of the year for downtown Appleton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, guess, uh, I guess when I asked the question, my thought was like, I think, I think uh, like the way for like, how does West End, for example, get better? Well, you need you need value. You need something valuable there. Like oh, sure. you fix you fix any like it's like how do you make your your house worth more money? It's like you you fix things and then like it's like beautification or whatever. But I think I think float light is a beacon in a lot of different ways, like a, a value beacon or, or a beacon that brings traffic. Um, well, it's bringing which, people to downtown Appleton. Yeah, and there are people that stay at the Copperleaf Hotel, mm -hmm. stay at the Red Lion. Um, it's value because we we've had we've had NFL players come to Float Light that play the Green mm -hmm. Bay Packers. Many people, some people might not know, but they stay at the Red Lion Hotel, which was the former Paper Valley Hotel. Mm -hmm. The 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 NFL players have new this new culture, especially since Bill Belichick was like asked, "What's your secret?" and he's like, "Float tanks." Right. This is true. Same like, with Golden State Warriors. Exactly, Steph mm -hmm. Curry, and and so like when they start promoting what the float tank can do for athletes, like the visualization, the muscle recovery. We've had those athletes come to Float Light because we're a world-class float center. And that's in, in like, we don't expect the red line to be like working with us because we want them to tell these players like, you know, there's an awesome float center, but I guarantee they're just gonna naturally do it. Like downtown Appleton, here's a list of things we have. We have a world-class, world-renowned float center. We're probably the highest rate of float center in the entire world. In fact, we got Google um, from California flying here to put us in their Google small business profile video, which is like a huge honor. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is, but like, <laughs> it sounds amazing. Why yeah. would they send people here to us just to give us this personal profile? So I'm excited about that. I think that that's going to bring attention to the downtown region in a national level. Mm -hmm. And, um, so like, it's it's keeping those people downtown. It's bringing people to downtown. It's a place that people, when they come to the convention center, you know, the wives of the people that are at the convention center, like the new Holstein convention that's coming to the PAC. It's a week long convention for these cows, you know, big cows. Their wives need to go far farming. Float. They need to come farming float. Floats. <laughs> they need to go shopping, but also float. Yeah. And so like having the access to these kind of these world class services that, you know, what yeah. better place to come than float light? And we don't mean to be like we're world-class that sounds kind of like too high profile like we're stuck no, up it, it's more it, like we really passionately want you to have an amazing experience even if you've definitely. never done this before yeah and it just like it brings people out so like let's say let's say there's five people that go to the new holstein event that that we're just gonna stay in the event for some reason or another they go to float light it brings them out it brings them past appleton beer factory it brings them past oh definitely you know 
definitely and that and that's yeah. why we like we like partnering like mm-hmm. for the floating light live it, there is no guest who cannot come on the show just to give some shout outs out there and i'll make, i'll tag these people because i like what I, I like what um um uh, uh what what gene from dejen dejen Nua? Yeah, 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 Nua. yeah Nua. What she did, she was like, let's tag all these people. It was a great yeah. idea. Tag them so that they can get their legitimate shout out. And thank you for tagging me too. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And tagging, uh, I think, ABF uh, and also McFleshman's. But, um, 600 Block Party. Yeah, yeah. 600 Block Party coming up June 22nd. Second, yeah. This is going to be awesome. I'm trying to get this Ferris wheel. That you heard try. it. You heard it from John. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm gonna get a Ferris wheel. Now you have but to. But I just want to give you like I just want to tell like we've had we've had people on the floating light live that were, I mean yourself, Josh Russell, but we've also had like Attic on the Av. Uh, we'd have our friends from Sheer Chaos, uh, Nicole Van Morris. Is that recent? Yeah, that well, was I know. cool. That was cool. <laughs> I came in there right after you got your hair cut. Yeah. Oh man, Couldn't it's amazing. It. I never realized how amazing <laughs> a professional cut could be. Well, I found out that Tobin is world famous. Or he's pretty famous. He's a famous hairstylist. In that's fact, a, like that's the crazy thing about Appleton is there's so much of that. It's weird. There's so much. It's just like so low key, and it's not like an. It's not even like this. Like oh yeah, it's just like this little artist community. Like maybe like um like Sedona, Arizona, or something. Sure. It's but. But it, it, it is, but people just don't talk well, about it. Well, the mile of music is picking up some traction nationwide. Wide. And I believe, that, I believe that as an art community, we have something unique. And it does draw some unique people. I mean, if you think about it, like haircutting, like the art of, hair, of barbering, like I learned about that just talking to Tobin during mm-hmm. my haircut. And it turns out that Tobin knows T.J. Miller. You, you ever heard of T.J. Miller? Yeah, he's coming. He's, I have it in my calendar. I went and saw him the first time. I have a little video. He got pretty drunk, but it was it was a great show. Oh, he's he's coming to float. Nice. He's going to float. You reached out to him. Not yet. <laughs> he is coming to float. He's to- manifesting, folks. Yes, he's I am. Manifesting. Um, I, I well, Tobin told TJ me. TJ Miller like, might hear this. He's like, well, I'll we'll tag him. Uh, but but he has a connection to Boobles in a weird way. Like so, he he was selling these albums. He made like a comedy album like before sure. he got famous, and like he's like selling all the extra copies that he still has at the end of his show. I bought one, and one of the songs is "Things You Do at Boobles Nature Preserve," and that's in Appleton. So I think he literally came to Skyline because he has because he kept talking about the owners because it, he came like the week before Skyline got new owners, and he kept saying. Um, they will be missed. I'm never coming back, and now he's coming back. That's but, crazy. Yeah. He but, talks about So Google. I think he's got a weird connection to Appleton. Obviously, he's connected to Tobin. So that's well, very, yeah, so Tobin knows him, and Tobin's like, yeah, I'll reach out to him. i got to remind Tobin to make sure he does that. But Tobin's like, maybe he'll come on the Floating Light Live. Dude, I would change the day of the Floating Light Live, shut down the float center to have TJ right. Miller on. Dude, I love that guy, man. I love – have you ever seen Silicon Valley? I haven't. Oh, my God. you got to watch that funny. show. I'm a super nerd, and I love that show. It's all about nerds, just programming stuff, trying to yeah. trying to break these computer algorithms and optimize, optimize, optimize. But no, seriously. Um, so so like you know, that's somebody that we aspire to have on the show. Of course, we'd love to have like some you know net, local uh, uh, professional athletes. And I'm sure that that'll happen eventually. Um, you know, we don't want to rush things, and like in the and we don't want to have people on the show that are like, oh, now Float Light's only going to have these famous people on. No, seriously, dude. Like last week, uh, you know. We had a real estate agent on the show, just a friend, Amanda Furman from the Colwell Banker Group, just because, you know, we just wanted to. She's nice, and she did a business profile for us. The um, the week before that, of course, the Wellness Way, a little bit more high profile, but the week before that, we had Denise on. Uh, 
Thiel, part of our float fam, just told her story about St. Elizabeth Hospital. But a week before that, we had our friend Andrew Thiel on, who who overcame cancer by and he didn't and he didn't he didn't use uh, chemotherapy. He went down to Tijuana and 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 beat cancer. He he beat cancer. Uh, it's just amazing. And yeah. and we helped him raise some money. And 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 now we're looking at starting a nonprofit organization to get people trips down to Tijuana because they should go they ought to go and 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 he's coming back he's showing me this technology it's mind-blowing it's mind-blowing he beat cancer I'm so happy Dude, and he's local <laughs> I love Andrew Thiel yeah That's I, crazy. this guy he actually just gave me this as a gift today nice and it means a lot is it like an Oregon thing it's the chakras and copper oh, gotcha it's really cool though I like it um Andrew's such a good friend of float light He's like a brother there from the beginning. Basically, he, he was. Yeah. In fact, he he helped start the Floating Light Live. Mm -hmm. So there's history there. Wasn't he like a co-host or something? Well, in the beginning, Andrew, we called him Energy Star Andrew because he had so much energy, and like, he, you know, he's always like, "Woo, yeah, let's do this, float!" And and so he he was in the float lounge. We were talking, and he's going live on his camera. You know, he's like, "Hey, friends!" You know, he's got his own personality on on just a Facebook profile. And then, and then he starts putting me on it, and I'm like, you're going to put me live? I really wasn't comfortable at that time. Well, maybe I was. I didn't really care. I'm like, yeah, friends, this is Float Light. And then I pull out my phone, and I'm like, you know what? We're going to go live together. So I pull out my phone, and then it was like, it was, it was basically like talking about it, and he was talking, and we started capturing this conversation, and we're like, you know what? Why don't we do this like once a week or once every other weekend? So we started the Floating Light Live. It started with a computer, and then it was a computer with a microphone. It was just a gimbal on a GoPro, and then it went from like a computer with two microphones, and then Mitch got involved, and then we've had other local businesses. We've had guests, just a whole bunch of people. You Literally, the episode I was on was the first episode we moved to the front. Oh, you I used know. to be in the back. And it was a game changer. And I think, yeah. I think it was you a game had, changer. I don't know if you had just gotten two new two new like basically these like webcam mics but yeah i've seen it complexify oh it's actually gotten better we don't use broadcast mics anymore we use labs mm -hmm. um, oh really yeah it's better to use labs with the robes because the right. people on the couch are just lounging man like yeah. just let them chill so we just connect a, a, a lab to the robe i still Is it use wireless or no it's wired I, like wired to a wireless thing it's a, so the lab is wired to an xlr and gotcha. the xlr runs to our uh, mixer. So gotcha. we have a four-channel power phantom-powered mixer mm -hmm. that my producer uh, Josh Genki, which I love you, brother. Like he's amazing, and and he does amazing work. And and our our setup is complex. We have multiple camera angles, streams, lower thirds, banners, mm -hmm. intros. Uh, we have screen capture. We have a gimbal pro cam. That's kind of our signature. Whenever we leave the show, we like zoom around with a steady cam and like. I always tell the guests on the show, they're like, just pretend you're talking or actually just legitimately talk to each other. <laughs> like, just be natural and don't like look at it until like the last minute where I pull it up to your face and then Megan will always go like, <laughs> and then the other guests will be like, bye. And I'll be like, and I'll be like showing all the set. Like, it's yeah. just cool to leave the set. And that's kind of our signature. And um, man, it's, I have so much fun with it. The biggest thing is, is you gotta have fun with whatever you do. The Floating Light Live is purely a volunteer effort. Nobody gets paid. I don't get paid. Megan doesn't get paid. Josh doesn't get paid. It's all volunteer-based. Mm -hmm. and, and the reason why is because no, I don't want anyone to feel like this is a job. If it starts to become not fun, then it's not worth doing. 
And that is the philosophy of the floating night live. Mm -hmm. So we don't, we don't take things so seriously. We just have fun. Definitely. And of course, any guest that comes on the show, you know, we want them to experience a good experience, have fun. Don't, don't stress out, just have fun. You That's know? awesome. Yeah. It's a great philosophy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Camille's getting paid, but, but we don't, we don't typically pay people either. In case you guys are wondering. Well, Camille is banking it right now, dude. That's she's chilling. She's super she's chilling hard. Man. <laughs> man, we should have another camera pointed at Camille right now. <laughs> she's chilling hard. Dude, what if I took the camera and turned it around? Don't do that. Don't you, do it. You could add a scene where you add the front-facing Oh, laptop. come on, Camille. John. Right, yeah. You've, uh, I'm, I'm on this kick lately. I really think... Uh, like on a very metaphorical level, you get down, like I believe in the, the like the yin yang symbol. It's like very, just sums up how the world works very nicely. It's like sure. you got your, your light, your dark, dark in the light, light in the dark. Mm -hmm. And then the path, the, flow, the most important part though, is the line in, that goes between. That's the path. Yeah. And I think the that, stream of energy, I think that line is like driven by purpose. Like people mm -hmm. need to find purpose. And like, that's this kick I'm on is like, you got to just decide what you want. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, how, so I think, so true. I think you found your purpose in a lot of ways. Like you, I mean, at least the path, you're on the path to purpose through floating. You know, you found yeah. your thing. How do you, how, how do you maybe recommend that, that people go out and create meaning in their life? Oh man. It's a tough question. You know, it's, it is, but, but I'll tell you this. Remember when you were a kid, and it could be anything like you might have you might have had a prideful moment when you were a child like hey mom look what i made look what i did look what i've accomplished go back to how that felt how did you feel in that time you know it took a long time for me to come to realization but like i have a great i have great pride in graphic design and in making something um and i also have great pride in like helping other people too but like I go back to a moment where I sat on a computer. Like I said, I'm a kind of a nerd, but I'm okay with that. Like sometimes I cry a little bit, but you know, people make me feel good about myself, so I'm okay. But no, seriously, uh, I made this little graphic design in, in paint of all things, in a paint program on Windows. This was Windows 95, Evan, so yeah. most people don't even know what that that's like. It's crazy old, dude. But anyway, I made this paint where I had my name and I had all these different colors and and I remember printing it and my mom saying to me, like, John, you're so creative. Like, I felt so good when I heard that. Mm -hmm. And I think back on it and it's like, it brings this like passion tear to my eye. Like, I just like, man. And so like, I, I like to live my life where like I'm doing something that I know makes me happy. And like, I feel something for it. Mm -hmm. I feel it. it it's in, inside. And like it brings it to the surface and my whole entire crew, like everything I do, I want to make sure that other people feel that too. It took us six months to bring on the next member of our crew, Dan, because I wanted to make sure he had the ability to have that same passion. Mm -hmm. And Dan's like, man, thank you for giving me this opportunity. And he's just now figured it out. Like he's just now learned the entire process at float light. So he can, he's a guide. He's had people specifically ask for him. Be like, write, write about him. He has his people that he's inspired, and now he's inspired by that moment too. And Megan, oh man, 
Megan has taken a journey. I was just looking back on pictures. Megan's changed. Mm -hmm. She's evolved into a personality that for sure she she's going to be highly successful but but okay i i know i get off into tangents no no i mean i know i know exactly what you're saying but i feel that like brings up an interesting point yeah. um i think and like bringing it back to the purpose i was gonna i was gonna say that's a great way to end but um as long as we're still going i think going back to that purpose i feel like when people do start to align themselves with something that like is true to them um in which which i would are like i would say whether it's synchronicity or, or whatever, Megan is in that position. You literally like the way you look changes, the way you act changes, the way you talk changes. Like, and looking back at pictures is like one of the most interesting ways to like, it's but crazy. it's the physical change is like, it's so bizarre, but, um, well, but you know, I'm in the health industry. I don't know. Like I should be more physically fit. I do talk to a lot of people and they're like, man, you know, they talk to me about how I should, there's these, all these CrossFit, I mean, in the health industry, but I'm not like super, like, like on top of health. Like even Megan is more like, even Daniel's like, do you want to try some of my matcha? I'm just like, what? But <laughs> so I have also, my own vices. Also, like, you, know. you are in the weeds. You're still in the weeds. Oh, I'm definitely in the weeds. And like, like you are the, you know, you're the leadership. So it always comes back to you. So there's like, your thing is further down the road. I'll tell you this, Evan. My inspiration is to build leaders. I agree completely. Megan is a leader. Definitely. Awesome. She's a generational leader. Dan is a generational leader. I let Megan be the boss. I let her. I tell her, you're the boss today. It's awesome. Empowering others is like, so remember. I, I say this genuinely though. No, I, even, I, know. I, I tell her, she laughs at me and I'm like, no, Megan, you're the boss. Yeah. You are. You are today. I don't want to be the person that's like, I, I've seen it. I've been at jobs. I've been at places where it's like you get this power trip. You get people that feel like they're stepping on other people's toes. It's one of the most vi viruses that exists in the business world, the corporate world, like ideas. I'm the type of person that will leave the manual how to be the owner on the table and just wait for someone to open it. Seriously. I'll be, if there's a book on how to be the regional director for sales or whatever for a company, mm -hmm. if I had access to that and I was in that position but wanting to transcend, I would leave the manual on the table and wait for the person who takes the initiative to open that book. For sure. That's powerful. That's servant leadership. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I was going to connect that totally. back. I don't know if you remember, you came in at the very end of the Steve Jones podcast, Kimberly High School's yep. head coach. That's like exactly, and we just posted a clip of it on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. but he had this whole rant about like everyone, when you say, what is good leadership? They say, well, doing the right thing. So basically leading by example. And he's like, no, that's the standard. Like that's, yeah. that's just like doing it's what true. you should. Like that's expected, that, That's right? what is being a leader. So then, so then he goes a step further to say Build like leaders. the top tier. So it's like lead by example, then um, yeah, the top tier is basically empowering other people to, to lead. become leaders. Yeah, so. absolutely. It's cool. In fact, the philosophy, cause it kind of ties back to when I first started this conversation on this podcast, I said my, one of the core Bibles of what I believe in comes from the book, um, uh, the E-Myth. Like I do not want to be this person five years from now. I'll be something else. I'd have transcended. Mm-hmm. Megan, Evolve, Dan, yeah. 
they'll have transcended where I am now. There'll be someone here, mm -hmm. but it will be somebody that I inspired to be here with you talking right now. And maybe you'll be somewhere and you'll have somebody sitting there, but you'll have transcended to the next level too. Because the truth is, is that that's how we evolve. That's how we evolve as human beings. That's how we evolve as entrepreneurs. And if you look at it in, in an entrepreneurial sense, like we can't exist in this one state forever. You can't be the person that does the production, the video editing. Mm -hmm. You gotta find people that can do that. And you can't always be the host. You might find someone that's, that's able to do that so that you can transcend into a new direction. And that's what I wanna do. Definitely. And that's, that's what I tell my, my, my crew. I even tell my guests that I do. You tell them. I was just explaining this to Dan. It was the philosophy about like where we sit with float light and what we are. The guests are almost like part of, part of the organization in its own way. They have become ambassadors to float light where they'll answer questions. Mm -hmm. They will, they will help us bring the service to the people. And they're almost in a way part of the organization as part of the leadership, the crew. They've taken their own initiative to be able to get there. And I treat them as such, like with a high degree of respect for that reason. Mm -hmm. They've taken it upon themselves to do that. And that is a, that in a way, I feel as though they are will one day transcend that point where they feel as though they've reached the next level. And those are people that that aren't even employed with Float Light. But that's because that's what the vision of this organization is. I, you know, Float Light, I want it to be something different. That maybe something that's never been invented before. It's I mean, crazy. I don't know what that is. It's like yeah. trying to think of what is a Tesseract, a four-dimensional hypercube. Can you really visualize that? I've seen pictures of it, a cube within a cube just manifesting in a four-dimensional space-time. But that's how I look at float light. And honestly, maybe I'm insane, but why not think that way? Why not inspire yourself to be one step into this higher dimension that might not even exist? You're always gonna be pushing yourself to get there. Definitely. I think that's almost like the journey to self-actualization. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the deepest level of meditation you can achieve, like Nirvana. Although I will say like, but I don't wanna be-, be achieved? Right. I don't want to be, well, what the Buddha, like, you don't want to reach that point. You'd be selfish to do so. You'd want to take a step back and then teach others how to get there too. Mm -hmm. Because in doing so it creates a paradox. You're not actually, you're not actually achieving the ultimate goal right. because you're not giving back to others. Right. And Which, thereby creating a paradox. You're not actually happy. That's why the, like, that's why the path is the point. Like, that's why the line through the yin and yang is the point. Cause it's like, if you go into the full light, you reach that seed of darkness. And oh, it's just totally. like, so it's like, oh, I'm enlightened. But then it's like, oh, it's also ego that even want, brought me to want to be here. And then it's like, oh, I'm supposed to, yeah. You hear that, folks? We just went round circle. It started with the yin and yang in that path, and we just ended with the yin and yang in that path. Awesome. It's epic. Yin epic and sauce. Yang, people. Be epic nice sauce. to people. Be nice to people. Be mindful float it will help you yes be excellent to each other um, bill and ted's excellent adventure inspire leaders and step up because there's people out there trying to be leaders and, and you can uh, fly and you can help them three-eyed raven game <laughs> of thrones episode it so wasn't the greatest we're we're gonna 
thank you, thank I, you I liked so much it. for watching. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching. That's a good place to end. Um, thanks, John, for coming on. Thank Thank you so much for watching. I will be uploading a couple more conversations with John that I had later on soon. As I have been saying, I plan, it's now April 2021, I plan to get caught up on the live show, hopefully by the end of the summer in 2021. And I'm super excited to reach that point because I will then take the live show and podcast more into Evan Frymuth's domain and less into Venture Wisconsin's domain, expanding the topics and the guests that I bring on. Thanks for sticking with me. I greatly appreciate if you made it this far and have a great day. If you, if you ever have any questions or suggestions, reach out to me. Um, I'll be quickest to, to respond on Facebook, but uh, Twitter is a great platform as well. And thank you.